Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and uh, we've got a great show today. Uh, I have a few announcements to make. I actually wrote notes, so I don't forget anything. Because, But I first want to talk about one thing first, and then we'll go on to anything about the show. I just wanted to um, tell everybody that in California, our thoughts and prayers are with you because we know how hard this is for you, and watching this is, you know, uh, I mean... When you're in, certainly in Chicago and you're seeing all of this, it's just, it's really heartbreaking. So our sympathy to the firefighters also that are losing their lives for doing such a wonderful job. I mean, it's so, it's a really tough job. So I, you know, we wanted to thank them and our condolences to the families and people that are lost and the people that they don't even know yet. So um, nobody's stopping thinking about any of you, so we're here to think about you, and um, I know that the news is talking about it, so we all know what's going on. And um, so that that's, you know, there's so much that's happened almost every show lately. I'm coming out with something and saying I'm sorry about this, and I'm sorry. It's, it's really a very traumatic time, I think, in our times. But So that's why on this show we're going to have a good time today and put that aside and try to... Um, enjoy ourselves and because really that is what life is about and um, enough of us probably don't do that because we're busy writing and doing things like that and I think that um, I think fun is one thing that people don't have enough of and I think that you know that takes away stress you know TV movies books that really helps people because you're in another world and even as authors when we're writing we're in another world because we are it's a different world that we're creating and so I think that takes away stress from what's going on now. And so well today well Elizabeth is the co host. Hi Elizabeth, how are you? Hello. I'm doing well. Hey, and Dana, how are you? Dana Fred. Hi. Uh, did I say it right? Did I, I say the name? Yeah. Fred. It's it's Fred Stee and it's close okay, enough. I've had it pronounced so many different ways. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm right. Right. <laughs> right. The, well, Elizabeth has an easy one, black, and I have cooks. So, I mean, that you can't kind of screw those up. <laughs> You're pretty safe on that. You know, what can I say? <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to give a couple shout-outs because, you know, as I, this actually is the last show that we're doing, like, almost till the end of the year because we have one more show that we're having in December. I'm having in December. It's Hot Romance, and it's just going to be for 10-minute 
PR on the books that people have and people that have books that want to come on, please let me know. It's going to be on December 4th at 7 Central, 8 Eastern. And people, we, I've had these in the past, but we're just going to do it kind of for romance books and books with women and it's uh, romance, sex books, you know, just fun. So any of our erotic authors that are out there, please feel free let me know. I think it'll be a two-hour show. I'm, not, I'm pretty sure it will. It's looking that way. Um, Piper Stone it will be on for sure, and uh, so we're going to have a really good time. And let's see what – oh, yeah. I do have a few other things to say. Now, I have some – as you know, I try so many different places to do promos for me, to do help, to do videos. And I found two places that have really done a tremendous job in the last few months for me, Southern Owl Publications and Owl and Pussycat, and they're very reasonable. The Owl and the Pussycat people were on uh, a couple weeks ago, and um, the Southern Owl Publications owner, uh, she will be on for a few minutes on our Sexy Book show. Uh, crystal. So that's going to be exciting. But they, I, you know, I have used them and they are good. So, you know, and reasonable. And I think what I've said many times before, we need to do a lot of banners. We need to do, you know, just get ourselves out there and write. And so they, both, both these companies really work great. And Crystal has owned both of them. So it's, a really important thing to have them. I like a lot of banners because people like pictures, and that's really you know you you can put hashtags, do whatever you want, and they are posting a lot and they actually work a lot. So I'm that's why I'm happy to promote them and and use them. Uh, which brings us to one of the things that we're going to talk about, which be newsletters, which is always something that I've started to do and people want to do and everybody. So we will get into that during the show, and Dana was going to start a newsletter. So we're going to talk a little bit about that because that really can help. But all of these things, they are a lot of work. But first of all, we'll let – I am an author, a screenwriter, um, show host for the last – it's actually nine years in December now, and um, I still love that – and so, you know, that's what I do. And I'm going to let Elizabeth and Dana say what they do so you'll know what we do. So while we're talking about it, you'll understand we've been there, done that. Okay, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Hi. Yeah, you just want, I guess you just pretty much well, just my say what you Well, you know, just say what you do so they'll know, oh. you know, all the things that you do. Because you do a lot of things. Okay. Everybody um, on right. the show does yeah. a lot of things. I mean, right, different mm-hmm. genres. Yeah, well, I write, now speaking of different genres, I write yeah. erotic romance and horror, <laughs> right. and they're like the weirdest combination. And also, I'm delving into mystery and crime now. I just uh, submitted a, my first crime story, and it's, it's sitting in a, at a publisher right now, getting, you know, deciding whether they're going to publish it or not. But um, otherwise, I, uh, I was recognized by New England Crime Bake, which is held in uh, the Boston area, for my short horror story, Invisible. And that story was also mentioned on the Solstice List 2017, The Best of Horror. So great. I got an award this year. This is really nice. good. So it's very nice. Hmm? Well, you know, so you also mean, go to a lot. Of, you, will go, you do go to a lot of different functions, which is really good. I keep yeah, saying I'm going, but I'm not. But you do. Lots of conventions out here, out this way. Yeah, and I'm a you meet all these people. You, and yeah, they you really meet. Yes. You are always meeting people. Mhm. 
I'm probably I know, only, that's one of the only people who's who's met people online and met them in real life. <laughs> Yeah. So I talked exactly. to exactly. So they're the real. So they're real. All right. They're okay, real. Uh, I know they're real. Dana. Okay, Dana. You yes. The things here. So okay, Dana. You've been on before, but it's been a while. You know. Uh, yeah. You know, it's been about a year. Time ago. flies. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, watch everything a, you do, and when I saw some of your posts, I went, "Oh, I think I'm going to ask her if she wants to be on," because you, because <laughs> sometimes you're not talking about certain things, and this time it seems like you're getting more into it again. So, um, yeah, that, you know, I see your but kids a lot. I mean, like newsletters or, I mean, I post yeah, a lot well, of Yeah, well, right, you, you <laughs> tell everybody what you did. Yeah, I mean, I saw okay, that and I went, I oh, do, okay. Okay. Um, I'm a writer. I have written screenplays. I've written uh, paranormal romance, erotica. My first published novel was a mystery. I'm currently writing an urban fantasy, very dark urban fantasy, a lot of horror in it, but also a lot of humor. Um kind of like I, I had my series, the Ashley Parker series, which was like Buffy meets the Walking Dead. This series is the Spawn of Lilith series, um, loosely based on the, the Lilith mythos. And then I'm also co-writing a science fiction trilogy with my husband, David Fitzgerald. Um, the first one of those is called Time Shards. And um, I love all genres. I'm trying to start a newsletter, and <laughs> so which is uh, why you asked me on the show this time, I think. And as well, I said, no, you know, I mean, social media... Yeah, a lot of my social media has been uh, posting cute cat pictures and I know. talking about things <laughs> to try to sort of soothe my my mind. And thank you for mentioning California because I'm here in San yeah. Francisco. The air quality is horrible, but every time yeah. I cough or my eyes water, all I can think about is the people at Ground Zero that have lost their homes, that have had to evacuate the firefighters, and yep. they are it's on so, my it's mind. so horrible. All the time. I mean, so. it, it's so horrible to watch this, you know, and to see all the, you know, it, it's it's really tough, you know, and, it's you know, awful. and, you know, people don't realize the smoke and all of this gets in their lungs and it, they're so brave yeah. to be out there, you know, I mean, they're you know, amazing. I remember there's, you know. Yeah, when I saw New York, when that that had happened in New York, I told my husband, I said, oh, these people, because, you know, I'm a lab tech, I work for doctors for years, as soon as I saw that smoke, I went, oh, my God, because it's so yeah. bad for people's lungs. And, you know, it's, I don't think people realize here. how severe that, that kind of a thing is. Well, if you were here in San Francisco, you would see a lot of people walking around with the expensive masks, you know, the, the yeah. protective masks like they have in Beijing. It's it's really bad. It's It's been code red basically for four days now. Um, and we're lucky that we're right by the ocean and it's still bad. So anyway, thank you. I just really appreciate hearing the fact that people in other states are watching this, are aware of how bad it is and aren't just going, oh, well, not me. You know, I no, I think people really are affected. Heart. Yes. No, people yeah. really, because, you know, in Chicago, even, you know, when I'm out with my friends, unfortunately, there's been so many bad things that have been happening. We do talk about yeah. all this because we feel terrible. You know, and any of us that used to complain, oh, it's snowing, that was our big thing, you know, <laughs> snow. But, I mean, yeah. now it's like, oh, my God, it's so sad all over the place, you know, and every every minute there's something else. So, yes, we, I, I so always like pay attention said, to everything. It's important to have fun. It's important to, yeah. It, for me, it's 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 the balance of celebrating that which needs celebrating while still mourning and you yeah. know giving respect to the stuff that's going on. So anyway, I yeah. won't talk about the tragedies anymore. But I no, right, right. That's it. No, but we do. You know, it's unfortunate over the last year or so. I I have had to, I, you know, not had to, but I have said 
things like this because we have had so much, you know, and people really yeah. do need, you know, and that's why it's good that people now have Netflix. They have, you know, there's so many outlets that people can use now for movies. So, you yeah. know, I mean, I we have uh, between the three of us here, we have so many things we can talk about here. But um, all right, so let's you know, switch topics yeah. then. Okay, let's go to movie. Uh, let's go to movies because you know, okay. uh, movies is, is a big thing. You you were also an actress too. I was an actress and I was a stunt player, a specialty player. I need to. My husband's really proud of the fact that I did stunts, but all of my stunts were, I, I'm a, I was a, a sword play person. Um, I trained at the Academy of Theatrical Combat, and I worked on one film where I got to do, you know, small falls and fights and whatnot. But, you know, talking about respect, the people that do stunts, oh, my God, they set themselves on fire. They drive cars off of, you I know. know. I, they're amazing people, and researching for this series, um, I've read all of these books on different stunt people and it's just been a real eye opener. So, um, a lot of respect for them. And I, I don't ever want to tread on their toes by calling myself anything other than what I was. So, yeah, I don't know if that well, would be the answer to your question. Right. You know, well, you know, but you listen, but you have done a lot of things. I mean, you know, everything that we do is like on our resume, whether we like it or not, <laughs> But it, it does happen, you know, all three of us here are have done a lot of things. We've done, you know, work yeah. with movies and we've done with, mm-hmm. you know, books and screenplays and whatever. So, I mean, you know, and, you know, my advice is not one I could follow, but my advice to people, though, it is hard when you have a lot of genres because you don't know where to begin sometimes when you're trying to promote yourself yeah. and you know, it's hard, you know, I, I'm finally beginning to tell people, yes, I'm an author, I don't even know, I start talking, and then I, you know, you have to just come right out and say, yeah, I'm an author, you know, yeah. and it, it's hard to just do that, for me it is, you know, and I like to talk, but not look, when I'm telling people that I'm in my everyday life, I don't sit there and talk about myself, I like to listen to them, yeah. I hear them. That's, that's where we get the stories from, you know. <laughs> we shouldn't say that, but it's true. You know, Elizabeth, um, mm-hmm. we, Elizabeth and I were, were doing some shows, we, we, you know, we were talking about horror shows and things like that that we've had, and so I stay away from putting the word horror because as soon as people say horror, they go, oh, my God, you know. So, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so well, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? Yeah, go ahead. Dark Dark fantasy is what a lot of people will call it, you know. Yeah. Rather than horror. That's an intro, yeah, so, dark yeah. fantasy. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That sounds it's good. It's so odd though that people react to the word. I mean, there's so many different yeah they do shadings of all the different genres, and you know, I, I, I'm kind of like when I think of horror, the first name that comes to mind is Stephen King. I think Stephen yeah. King mm-hmm. is one of the best-selling yeah. authors in the world ever, and I'm like, so when people are like, oh no no no. Don't call your book horror. We can't market it. I'm like, really? It's, yeah. I I like dark fantasy. I like urban fantasy. I like horror. I like all of the names, but it's 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 very odd to me that it's such a a stigma the word horror sometimes. So yeah, it well, is. Lot, you know, and have, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say a lot of people have mis- misconceptions about horror in general. They think it's nothing but Friday the Thirteenth and Michael Myers, and uh, I mean it's so much more than just that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, and and if you just you know, when you really think about it, it is thriller. It's it is a thriller. While it's like, like while you're watching horror, it is like a thriller because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. and 
if you say it's dark thriller, wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, you know, but in movies, you know, for so all right, I you know I see a lot of movies, and you know I don't say that I'm just going to see one genre. You know, I mean, but some people they just they go like that's all I'll watch. But you know, I think you need to do watch a lot of movies because sometimes when you're watching the movie or when well actually. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I just saw it, and it was unbelievable. I mean, oh, yeah. it was just the music was I, fabulous, I and that. and they gave it a one star. I'm thinking in in one of the papers in Chicago. I'm going, I'm going like okay. what? I mean, I can't. That's the thing about reviews, you know. But they're making a lot of money on the movie, and it is great because it's going to word of mouth, not only from reviews. The guy, it was. Did you you saw it, Dana? No, but the trailer was fantastic, and I really want oh. to see that. It's on our list. Elizabeth, so. but honestly, oh, it, it's I, I just like watching yet, a concert at I, the end. Well, Rami Malek plays um, um, whoever the uh, lead singer was. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. And I, I was watching him. Well, yep, I was watching him. I can't remember the name of the TV show offhand, but I watched him for like a season or two in that he had the main lead. Oh, Robot. 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 Oh, I, Robot. I, yeah, um, Robot, I think so. I can't remember the yeah. name of the show anymore. Yeah. But yeah. I know that you know, just as soon as I heard that he was going to be playing uh, Freddie Mercury, I'm like, whoa, it works. He oh, is perfect for Fabulous. It. Oh, my God. Nice. I mean, and my husband, we both loved it. And see, you know, and it's so bad with the reviews. As writers, as screenwriters, and, you know, it's so, and being in movies, I mean, the reviews matter but oh my God, it can just kill uh, you know a person's I desire. Bad reviews. I stopped looking well, at them. Uh, once in a while, I'll check mm-hmm. my reviews. But honestly, I I for sanity's yeah. sake, you know, for my own stuff, and just also I'll make up my own mind. If something looks fun, I'll go see it. Right. I'm not going to read reviews. You know, it's just I'm tired well, of nasty well, small-minded well, people saying bitchy things. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Well, one one problem with the reviews is that a lot of them are are fake. I mean, they'll have people that pay to have their products given a five star review. And what I do, I mean, I look at Weird. the five stars and I look at the one yeah. stars. I look at the, the the movies that are two and three stars because they tend to be yeah. more accurate and to get more detail. So you know, yeah, that's true. That that could be true. Stars. You know, but in movies, I mean, oh my God, I mean, how they could even, I mean, say one star? It, it was. Phenomenal! It was. I love from the beginning to the end. It was really good. So you know, and I think all the music and you know, and when you look at that time, it's like you know, you're watching that time frame, and you know, and mm-hmm. seeing it's it's very difficult. You know, when you really think about it, when you think about how much cell phones matter now, that when you didn't have cell phones. You had to wait for somebody to call you. You had, I mean, it was a whole different life. It, it, yeah. You know, things didn't mm-hmm. happen as fast. Now, if somebody doesn't pick up their phone, you you go like, oh, fine, I'm going somewhere else. I mean, really? <laughs> Give them a minute. Yeah. You know, they don't do that, you know. But when you watch these movies from a certain period in time and you go like, oh, they weren't sitting there playing games, they weren't on their computers, and mm-hmm. so they had to entertain and this movie I remember life without Facebook. I remember life without yeah. cell phones. And, yeah, it is such an odd thing to think, you know, I lived through that and I never missed it. And now if I didn't have a cell phone, yeah, it's just kind of like, wow. I mean, yeah. and you, there are kids growing up now that 
they look at you and you say, oh, I remember when there was no computers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right, from the dark ages. <laughs> well, even when I started nine years ago, I my books weren't, I, I had two books and they were not e-books. And um, it, it's really funny because, you know, I remember the first few years, the first year I think of shows, people were on my show and they're talking about e-books. And I'm going like, okay, fine. And they're saying it should be coming, it, it will be big. And then all of a sudden came Kindle, and I mean, it got, you know, yep. everything changed, mm-hmm. you know, and that wasn't that long ago. I mean, but it really has changed a lot, and especially in movies, because you can watch on your computer. You don't have to go to a show. You can watch on TV. So there's so much going on now. But, you know, when you're talking about a newsletter, this is hard to do because yeah. you really have to concentrate on it, get the right information. So what makes you want to do a newsletter? Now, after all these years, I mean, you've got a lot going on and you are successful, so why now? Um, Because I've really been lazy about social media to a certain degree, and I've talked to friends of mine, like there's a writer, Jess Lowry, who writes a hilarious mystery series called the Murder by the Month series, and she got her rights back and she started... Uh, self-publishing these and she's done really well and she started a newsletter and it's the kind of thing when I get it I look forward to opening it because she just really her content her content's really good it's it's a good mix of pictures of personal of what's going on and she again she's hilarious and it really inspired me and she and I had a long talk about marketing and publicity and the different things that she's tried. And she gave me a list of things and said, I really think you should do this. And I am determined to take my writing to the next level. And I thought, you know, this is kind of fun. It's not as, I need to blog more too, but, but a newsletter like once a month, it's like, it, it just seemed like something to try. And also I, I work for a writer as a personal assistant and I send out newsletter blasts for him, and they're, they're short, they're punchy, they're just what's going on right then, you know, that he wants people to know about. And it's just really inspiring to see other people do this well and to know yeah, I can do a newsletter that when people see it in their email, they won't go, oh, crap, another one. You know? I know. So. See, that's the thing. I know. You know, well, I mean, how, it, do you, how do you Yeah, go ahead. How do you get go subscribers for a, for a, for a newsletter? Um, how how were you able to find them? Well, I, I I will let you know when I do, but according to Jessica, she oh, okay. did, one thing she said, a big following on Facebook. She's letting people know about it. You put a link on your website, which is something I'm trying to figure out how to do um, through this thing called MailChimp. And there's also, um, there's different, I, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's it's kind of, I think, like the Owl and the Pussycat. They help you get subscribers. They help you do this stuff for like $50 to $100, depending on what you want them to do. And, you know, for me, I'm going to start grassroots with my friends and readers who send me fan letters and stuff, and I'm just going to see how it goes. So um, it's going to be a little Well, you know, I I listened to a few (laughs) webinars, and they said if you put it on your, um, you know, Facebook page – or whatever, if they want people to do, or your not actually your Facebook. I think you can put it if you put it on your um, blog, or if you put it on your yeah. website. Yeah. It says just ask them for their first name and their um, email because they're more likely to answer it that way than go down and go like, oh, I have to put my address, my phone, you know, yeah. just two things. You know, but yeah. I think Mailchimp, if you call them, or you, I think you can get help from them. 
I just need yeah there's a there's a help desk i when I had to learn to do the website and um, newsletter for my boss, I spent a lot of time with the various help desks because I didn't have any idea how to do either of these sites, and they were very good. It's just for myself it's it's harder for me to put the time in for my own career than it is for me to do something you know for, I'm, I'm trained to be I, yeah, admin, well. but I've done so, and also it's just things got so chaotic so fast. But exactly what you said, there is a help desk; they're there to help, and yeah. you know, I just need to make the time and continue doing it. And you know, yeah, I think well, it, it, it does. It does take time. With, I have a yeah, newsletter with Mailchimp, and I have a newsletter with Mailchimp. I don't mail it up very often because I haven't had as much this year as I really wanted to have. But um, it, it's very easy. I mean, you just like. You click on one part. But you do have a lot. You you do have a lot. You know, you have you're on shows a lot. You you do mm-hmm. a lot of things. So it's not only just about your books, Elizabeth. It's about all the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. things you do. So you're right. The events you do. Absolutely. And yeah, conventions, yeah and you're, you're the, yeah, that's tremendous. Your events and also the shows. You know, they're more likely to listen to that. You know, or, or to look at that, then they are possibly, you know, with books, and they because they don't know sometimes, but events, uh-huh. and if they, you know, you do a lot of things like that. So I think your newsletter should encompass that because you do that. Uh, yeah, you're right. You know, and I, you do a lot of things because you've right. done a lot of yeah. shows with me this year. You know, you have. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, all you have to do is uh-huh. put that in there and put the dates in, and they can go on Blog Talk and find your show, the shows, or you know, even on Michigan Avenue Media, mm-hmm. we have that. Uh, I have a player where you just go on Michigan Avenue Media and you go into the radio shows, and they're all there on demand. Also, they're yep. on demand on iTunes. So, and because you do a lot of stuff, Elizabeth, that your your you know your people that like your work would be interested in. Mm-hmm. It's not okay. just the book. Yeah, that's fair it's enough. It's not just the book. Uh-huh. You know, you well, do I listen, a lot. I listen to the shows, and I, I I tend to run into the same people at the at the uh, conventions all the time, which is interesting because I met all of those people on Facebook, and I think I'm probably one of the only one of the few people who's on Facebook that has met my my friends in real life. And, yeah, uh, oh, I have too. I, mean, and I think it's people wonderful. I know I met in, in real life like that. Yeah, some of the best people I've met, I've met first online and then in real life, you know, and mm-hmm. it's a wonderful thing when you, when you actually connect like that. So yeah, it is. I, yeah. I think it's it, awesome. It, yeah. Yeah. Cause it doesn't happen that often. Cause you know, look at, I mean, we've all made friends in so many places. I have like a new friend mm-hmm. and she's a, a good friend already. And she's in Australia. We haven't met, met, you know what I mean? But we, you know, cause I do talk to people and all of us do online, you know, when oh, we yeah. have friends, you know, and um, it's not just people that are friends, but these are people we've, you know, have conversations with, you know, which is nice, you know, and that's mm. a good thing about all of that. That's a good thing about Facebook. You know, there's a, there's a lot of things that are not good, but the one good thing is meeting new people and, and yep. community. You know, that it, yeah, and because our own friends in our regular day lives, they don't even they don't know what we're doing. I mean, it sounds like we're doing something, and they go, "Oh, fine." You know, but they don't realize how much we have to do. This is so much work to uh, get books out, to get scripts out, to make connections, 
you know, it is. It really is. I Every day I go in, I go like, oh, fine, I'm going to straighten this mess up. And then because I'm all over the place. And then something, another email comes in. I go like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Like I tried something today, you know, and I, put, I think it was like $19. And then now I'm getting a lot of people on, the, uh, you know, um, that are looking at my books and then at Amazon. You know, so there are a lot of things out there to keep you busy, that nobody even knows that you're doing. There's too many things yeah. out there to keep us busy. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth, I had a question for you on MailChimp. My sure. biggest problem with that is trying to figure out how to put a link onto my website, and that's <laughs> it, it, it's not MailChimp per se. It's it's just the um, manipulation of a website they're, they're, and the you know just just yeah. There, I, yeah, I it's just techy code, shit. I mean, it's cozy with copy and paste onto onto your blog, and it'll. Italy, on your website, I tried that no, and it I have bad one. Thing, so. It didn't work? <laughs> it didn't work. Well, you know, constant, no, I, think, I think Constant Contact, that's another one. I think they do, uh, some of them like MailChimp, and I think Constant Contact, you can have them sign up right from your Facebook page. It, they do. Ooh, they have yeah. a link. that. I don't know if MailChimp has a link per se to Facebook that it should automatically, because a lot of these companies now do automatically you know, if you're on Twitter, it, it'll probably, you know, you can, some it goes to Facebook or if you're on, yeah. you know, uh, Instagram, you know, but I think Constant Contact does. I think it's just a matter of spending the time and doing what I need to do and, and just, you know, doing it, you know. It's, it's, it is a lot it's of time. Overcoming it, it takes time. <laughs> yeah. It's very you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, and because you don't want to send out something that's not interesting you know, to people, you know, and uh, you don't want to put too much on. You just, you know, because people really, nope. you know, they want to look at it really quickly. That's why I like having a lot of banners and a lot of, they're not only banners, I use them as, you know, they're just, you know, they're posts, but they put pictures on, you know. Oh, uh, you could, I, when, when I first thought of doing this, I actually posted on Facebook, and I think this is where you saw it. I asked people, what would you be interested in if, yeah, if, I you, saw that. You know, if I did a newsletter what would you want me to talk about? And a lot of the right. ideas were really good, but they felt, I feel, a lot more suited to a blog, like a weekly blog, like things like, what is your process? Yeah. What is yeah. your this? And I think newsletters yeah. are more like, hey, this is coming up. Look at a picture of my adorable Siamese cat, you know, uh, yeah. and whatever. But but I thought, so, I thought so kind of like, right, I, you know, but I do think that I kind of, I, now, I, now I remember what I was thinking of when I saw it. Okay, because there are people out there, a lot of people, that if you uh-huh. give them a small dose of how to do what you do, that well, yes. that's probably yeah. what they're asking because, no, really, people don't know. How, all the things that it's taken us years to learn, they don't know. Right. So yeah. when they're asking, you know, maybe even a couple paragraphs of how to do, how to do, you know, put yourself on Facebook, how to get out there, I think that's probably what they meant. And I thought that was a great idea. So the people that responded to you, they're uh-huh. out there wanting to know what you have to offer. Yeah, yeah, I think because really you're successful. I mean, I've been thinking a lot about this. Well, that's why when I saw it, that's why I said, "Ah, this sounds really different." Because oh. it is different because it's, you know, you're going to answer questions almost like, you know, um like an advice column. And that's not a bad idea. I I I thought of that no, many times, you know. Yeah, that's how I started. Nine years ago, I think even before I started a blog, I didn't even know what I was doing, actually. Well, I don't know that much more nine years later. But, you know, when I 
started I started putting things on for people because I was an agent. And I was trying to keep people writing so they don't get upset and depressed. I met somebody yesterday that was at a meeting I was at, and he used to be a filmmaker. He's a young guy, and he just stopped. And he feels bad he stopped, but he had to make a living. So I said, you know, you just can't stop. And that's what people yeah. need is someone out there to say, just keep going. Right. You know? that's really and that's point. what that's I've done for nine I've years. There's one thing I've noticed with social media, that if you are, especially Facebook, if you if you tell people that you know I'm having writer's block and I uh, don't know what to do about it, and uh, you know, people will come in there and, and give you support and give you advice, and I you know you get a Absolutely. lot of a lot of stuff like that. And, and I think yeah, if you got if you got people that answer answered that, I think your people would want to listen to to see in your newsletter those kind of things, and I think you can give them great advice. All right, I'm going to rethink all of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> You'll have to have me on the show well, next year. But, but it actually, it worked Dana. though because people were looking. That's what I saw. I went, oh, all right. Oh, I this like sounds that. So interesting, you know. And you uh-huh. know, I think that you know, whenever you could, you have to. I always try to think of it this way: we are not born knowing this, and. I always say, like, people don't want to ask questions because they think it's a dumb question, and that's not true because they don't know how to do it, and we might have done it already, and that's why, like, a lot of times when I try different services, I don't say the bad ones, but I do say the good ones because Mm -hmm. the good ones, there's, like, there's so many. Every day there's new people coming up and this, uh, you know, this site and that site, and I keep – join them and then I go, oh, I forget about it and then like the well, other day I went on something and I'm going like, Oh, let me see what this is and it goes, You've already you already have an account here. I go, Okay mm-hmm. you know, but <laughs> yeah. and now I you know, there's something called it's um oh oh tail 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 flick. And so it's very interesting because and I actually I, I did decide to do it. You it, they're looking for books to make into movies, and it's almost like Ink Tip or other other things where you put in your script, and then producers, directors, yeah. somebody might be interested. Mm-hmm. And I thought right. this is a great idea because I I totally agree that people want books. A lot of times in Hollywood, they don't like the scripts you send them, but they do look at books because sometimes the scripts just don't make it, but then they can write their own, have somebody write their own script. You know, they write their own scripts for their production company, mm-hmm. you know, rather than use somebody's script. Cause I used to send out, I mean, I had a lot of clients and it just, this wasn't right. That wasn't right. You know, yeah. too much action, too much, this is too much money. But if they read the book, they can, and they like the book, they can yeah, have they, somebody they way around all that. If they read the book, and yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. way to get yourself known aside of what you're talking about with, with the podcast. Um, yeah. I, there are three writers that I know of that do this. They'll announce when their podcast is coming on, and then they say, we'll take any questions that you like and we'll answer them on, on air. So you can get people asking questions, and they will tune in just you know, partly just to hear an answer to their question. So that's well, I want to do that. Where do they put their? Time. Where do they put it out? Where they will come? Because I want to do that. I've tried, but it oh, this, doesn't this is, seem it's to. It's on Facebook. They do it on Facebook. Oh, they don't. Right. Yeah. Which podcast? So they just do it, Elizabeth. Which podcast um, is it? I think it's uh, was it three guys with beards? The three guys with beards: Jonathan Mayberry, yeah, Christopher Golden, and I can never remember yeah. the third uh-huh. name, and that, I feel really bad about that. 
Yeah, they're great. Questions, and it's pretty effective. Three men with be- or three guys with beards. Three, three guys with beards. That's it. Oh, yeah. okay. But I like the I like the idea of having people, you know, in advance ask questions and then they'll listen in because they want an answer to their questions. And yeah, it, because it works really well. Because you know what, this is a very confusing market for people. I mean, it really is. You know, uh, those yeah. of us have been in it. You know, and some days it's just like, oh, I, I can't believe it. There's so many things, and you start doing one thing, and then there's another thing. And, you know, you want to write. So I'm trying to mentally get the, where I'm, you know, where I have good people doing, you know, posting for me. So I shouldn't have to be posting too, but I do. It's just such a habit already. Mm-hmm. I'm just so used to doing it. And for my shows, I do a lot of it. So, but. I think the purpose of getting people to post for you is that you can write if you're like a regular yeah. mm-hmm. normal person, not me who thinks, you know, because you, you stay up too many hours, you know, and it's not really, it's not good for anybody to do so much of this. You know, I'm the first to say okay. that because you, you cannot mm-hmm. think straight when you're writing if you're thinking about selling. Mm-hmm. You have to basically divide your time. Oh, and the third guy is James Moore. Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. That's right. yeah. The third okay. guy with the beard there. Um, at any rate, yeah, you have, to, you have to divide your time up. I mean, you have to actually schedule it. It, it. When I was an admin, I would write a list of what I needed to get done, and I would, you know, prioritize and do all that. And that's what I'm learning to do with my writing and the promotion is to, to divide it up into times. And you know, like to take 10 minutes out of an hour for social media and not let Facebook become the great black hole time sucks that we all know it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a real juggling act. So anything you can do to get someone else to help, do it, man. I know. It helps to have a routine. I mean, the way, the way yep. that I do it is I'll do my writing. I do my best writing in the morning. And so I'll take a couple of hours to you know, belt out some words. And then when afternoon hits, that's when I go in and do the, the promotions and, you know, going into Facebook, going into Twitter, you know, just yeah. posting stuff and get, talking to people. So that, and, and then if I have time, I'll go back and write some more. But I, I, yeah. I like to keep the same routine every day because it, it, I think it, it, it kind of inspires you to write. The only thing I, I found is that um, I used to have a routine that if I couldn't follow it exactly I would not write, and so what I finally learned after years of I will I can only do this I can only write if I do this 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 and this is I've learned to if I can't settle in my routine I've learned to just take the time wherever I am and to actually write and that was for me yeah that was that yeah, was the I goal for I write of learning yeah. you know because yeah. I, I always have a pad of paper with me, and I always have. Now I put it. On, I make notes on my phone. You know, I mean, it, because once you don't, you think of something. If you try to think about it later and you didn't write it down, mm-hmm. for me, it's not coming it's back. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't. And I, well, I know I wanted to remember this. What is this? And I, you yeah. can't. But even if you put two words down, you'll remember it. But not if you don't, at least because partly. otherwise, mm-hmm. well, that's because you have, a, like, I have a million thoughts in my head. And I think, you know, when I'm writing, I have I focus, you know, and um, that's why you can't be marketing and doing things like that. You know, you really can't. No, exactly. At, well, I, at I the end of the I day, I, yeah, but Wait, at the well, end so of the I, day, I keep a note. yeah, well, huh? at the end of the day, <laughs> you keep it. I, I keep a notebook by my bed, so when I wake up and have strange dreams in the middle of the night, I'll write down all the details. And then when the next <laughs> Can you morning, read your when writing, I'm awake, though, in the and I read this, 
Yeah. Like when, and when I wake up and I read this, I'm like, what on earth does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it makes I know sense that. right after <laughs> I dreamt it. And then when I read it, I know this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but can you actually read your your handwriting? Because I tried doing that, and I wake up and I'm like, "What language is that?" I know. <laughs> yeah, I can't read yeah. my writing at all. Because that is such a good idea. I mean, writing your dreams down is, well, is very I, I good. But I, think, I well, I'll think. No, no, I was done. I was scary, and then I'll look at it the next Like morning, I do that. You know, what? when I'm in a movie, when I'm in a movie, I take I I don't even know what I'm writing on, like a calendar, anything, you know, and I'm writing it, and then I afterwards. What? <laughs> it's dark yeah. in there, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, what did I just write? You know, you can't. I know, because we do do strange things, writers. You have to admit, there are some things that we do that other people mm-hmm. say, really? I mean, but, you know, whatever we have to do to get the job done, we have to do. You know, mm-hmm. so, all right, so I think you probably want to talk about your books a little. I think we should do this. Dana, tell us about your book. Oh, this book. Which, okay. Yes, we should talk about that a oh. little. Okay. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> just pick pick one book. Pick one book. book that, pick your last uh, the the latest book that you have. The latest book, um, my Spawn of Lilith series. I I just finished. Well, I didn't just finish. I just finished the the page proofs for Blood Ink, which is the second in that series. It's set in New Orleans. Um, my my heroine, our protagonist, is a stunt woman who uh, discovers that she's the descendant of Lilith and is stuck fighting uh, the demons that were used to be Lilith's children that got turned into demons. And the second book, my mom died in uh, 2016, the beginning of the year, and this book took me a long time to write. It was very hard. And what came out of it um, is I realized how much I was processing my mother's death by the time I got done with this book, going, wow, there's subtext. Where did that come from? And yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. realized that. Um, but it, it's, it, I love, I, I love this series. I love, you know, going back in the world of Hollywood. I love my heroine. I love all of the subsidiary characters, and I love getting a chance to to play in this world. And this book, um, I said, most of it's set in New Orleans. She's doing a film there, and I spent a very short time in New Orleans at. Uh, horror convention and you notice that I pronounce that very carefully because when you say yeah we have a horror convention here people are like oh yeah we have that all the time so um so yeah I I had a it, it was both very difficult and a very good book for me to write and I'm really proud of it and I can't wait I cannot wait till it comes out um I'm I'm hoping people uh I hope it resonates with people and then the other book that'll come out before that one actually is the second time shards and basically that's what happens when if time is a giant loop and everything that always was always will be what happens if the timeline shatters and gets put back together um and that was dave's idea and the first book i it it was received really well and the second book in the series um more bad things happen to good people and it's just really fun getting to play in any single time uh period of time that that we want to so um yeah the first book we had dinosaurs we had round heads we had um just all of these different things i can't even well, think are, of them right now because I mean, are, are, are all the, the smoke series, here. Or, are all them series, or do you have any standalones? 
Uh, my, I, I noticed that, especially in uh, horror and mystery, that people like to see uh, the you know, the sequels and the, getting more books <laughs> out with the same character because you fall in love with um, the character and then you finish the book and then it's like, no. What we've yeah. found <laughs> right. um, is I've, I've had one standalone. I mean, my erotica books were standalone, um, mm-hmm. but that was a whole different thing. With, with these books, with the Ashley Parker series, with the, the Buffy meets the Walking Dead and everything, they wanted series. They wanted to know that there was an arc that was going to last through several yeah. books. But the ironic thing is that now we're finding, you know, according to the publisher, that, well, people want to know that this is a book that they can read and they don't have to read the rest of them. And it's like, okay, dudes, this is a trilogy. It's like Star Wars. Okay, the first Star Wars book, yeah, that stands alone. Empire Strikes Back, no, sorry, you need to you need to see the third movie if you want to find out what happens. And it's kind of like, <laughs> it's very frustrating because you hear, oh, we love series, we want the same characters, but you, but you have to... You have to make each book self-contained. So if that's the mm-hmm. only book that they want to read, they can do it. Time shards, that's problematic because the arc of the overall series, it needs three books. There's no way to tell that arc in one book. Um, the Lilith series, I've got so many things planned for that, but each book has to stand on its own. And that, um, I don't know if you've ever read the October Day series by Shauna McGuire, Um it's more along those lines where she's got this tremendous character arc for her protagonist, but each book, you know, at the end of each book, it, you know, something has been solved. So yeah, it's an interesting yeah. issue. So it's satisfying, right? You want the reader to be satisfied when they read it. Exactly, exactly. You know, and it's why we yeah. try to say, yes, this is a trilogy. There's going to be three books. If you like it, I hope you read all of them. If you don't, well, okay. That's <laughs> just, I don't, I don't know The what problem is, if you don't have the, if you don't have it, like, I don't outline, but if you, if you don't have it outlined or whatever to do the books afterwards, sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle of what else you're doing. And that's, yeah, you know, uh, a problem. Like, you know, I, uh, some of my books, even my kids' books, I would go like, oh, yeah, there'll be more coming. And guess what? There weren't because I then I decided to do something else. Like right now I'm deciding on three different things that I try to do. And I, when you do that, I don't think it's good for me. So you, that's if you really have a plan, I think, you know, I've had a lot of people on here, and I think I, I tend to believe that if you sometimes have a plan for this, like if you're going right. to do a series, it you have it already like just – even a few paragraphs of it to know what you're going to do. Yeah. But if you don't, exactly, it doesn't. It doesn't always happen. Then that's the problem. Yeah. For the, for the Lilith series, I have had my overall arc. It. I, I've had that down for a long time, and I keep adding to it for time shards. Dave, bless his heart. He is an outliner. He he is a total outliner, and so that yeah. thing. We know from beginning to end pretty much what is happening in the timeline in which it's going to happen. Lilith is a little bit looser than that, but, you know, I, I have a plan, and I hope I get enough books to carry out the plan. A, a really good example of a series where each book stands alone, but you still need to read all of them. Okay, Harry Potter, you know, it's just like the, the, the whole Voldemort thing. I mean, yes, maybe it could have ended after the first book, but can you even imagine a world without finding out what happened between Harry and Voldemort. I mean, mm-hmm. I, and no one yeah, can about that. Everyone was just like, I can't wait till the next book or Game of Thrones. You know, it's like yeah. some stories just need more books. So, Well, right, and, and, and in those books, you know, the trouble with doing books like that is 
if you're doing that and you have like all these characters and then you send it to a publisher, not all of these are going to be well accepted because, yeah. um, you know, this is tough when you have a lot of characters, you know, um, and there's not every publisher that wants to do that, you know, and there's not every writer that can write that way. You know, I like yeah. a lot of characters, but sometimes, you know, and I try to just do two people. I can't. I just can't. You know, maybe in a kid's book I could keep it in that way, but not because I just think in life you need more people to carry things out or, you know, to, yeah. you know. For me, you know. Otherwise, um, if you're going to have dinner with Andre in every single book, you'll have two people <laughs> But that's true. But some people can do that. They can keep two people yeah. in the entire, well, actually, Bridges of Madison did that, you know, um, through their kids. You know, and I remember when I read it, uh, Bridges, I went like, I don't know if I like this book. And then when I saw it with Meryl Streep, I, that became one of my favorite movies. I don't, you know, because I'm more of a movie person than a book person. You know, I love oh. movies. I am. But, you know, and, but it really came to life when, you know, they did it. So I, you know, that's how it is, though, sometimes. And it was just the two of them. But it was a beautiful story. But it wasn't a long story in the book, either. It was short, right. basically. You know, so I guess that that's more of like novella type. But... That is what Hollywood likes, is they're not going to read 500 pages sometimes. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, I don't want to they, write that. <laughs> I know. I, right. Well, right. I'm not a long writer. I'm not a long writer. I, that's why I went into doing scripts. And then sometimes I go, oh, I should be back. But now I'm taking my scripts and making them into books. And if they yeah. sell the scripts, it's different because my scripts are not exactly the same. And actually my books, uh -huh. the stories are better, you know, which is what people say. You have more time, huh. yeah. or you can well, just I've make taken, it better. I, I've taken short, I've taken short stories and turned them into novellas and novels. So yeah. nice because it's a, it's a it's a nice character study in a short story. But it's like I like the characters so much that I want to give them a novel, and then for a novel I will plot things out a little bit and leave in a lot of yeah. leeway for myself. But um, I mean, like uh, my two uh, erotic fairy tales, it's like they do not have the same characters. But the link is that they're fairy tales, and the book yeah. that I'm going to release around Valentine's next year is uh, is another it's a collection of erotic fairy tales. So nice. people will read that, and then I have links in there to go back to my well descriptions to go back to my other other two uh, uh, fairy tale books. And so you read the the collection, then you're going to go back and try to find the other books. So that's um, that's another way of doing it. Yeah, to do it that way, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, every author, I mean, they have their own way of doing things. And, you know, that's yeah. why when someone asks the question, it is difficult, but you can only say what you did. Because, I mean, yeah. there are so many different ways of writing. You know, there's nothing, you know, uh, writing is a very personal as to what you feel you need in a book. So when people yeah. are starting out, though, they don't have any idea how to do this. And they... Mm -hmm. I think one of the things they don't realize is it just doesn't come out like a beautiful book. <laughs> There's a lot that happens when you write a story. And once you get to the end, then you have to go back, you know, and see what your story was really about to make sure that it reads well and then get an editor. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. otherwise yeah. the editor is going to say, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what did you just write? You know, yeah. but some people some people don't even go back. I I cannot believe that because I 
I've heard that many times. They just write it. I'm going like, how can oh, you just write it and never go like back? Yeah, I don't know I, how I, I, I can't. Like that. And they're yeah. really good writers. You know, it's just that's Jeez. their process. So as you say, we're all yeah. different. So yeah, but that seems strange yeah, to me not go back. Because it. it seems yeah. like I have to go back. I like to go back to see, make sure that I didn't screw up and lose anything. You know, because when we're so close to the story, sometimes we are missing things. Yeah, you, you know yeah, that we know in our head. You need a fresh set of eyes to look at your story because, like you said, after a while, you just don't notice any mistakes or inconsistencies right. because you're too close yep. to the work. So, I, I, you know, I, I have an editor that I use, and I'll give the book to her and say, help. <laughs> yeah. how, how does it look? Am I missing yeah. something? Right. And then right. I, because and then right. They'll see it when we don't see it. To the book and then, then I sell it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that really is. Uh Dana, what is there anything else? I mean, we're almost we're almost in an hour here. So, Dana, did you? Is there something else you want to talk about that we missed? Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, there's always I more to talk. Kind of, yeah, no, I I feel. I mean, I'm I've had a really good time, and I I can't think of anything offhand. Um, if yeah, because any other you got, so you like have, your or, next project, your so you seem to do a lot of oh, things my, at one time. So how? Like right now, what are you? Pl- what is your plan for like the next project to really finish? Uh, the plan right, right now next. is that Dave and I have to finish book three in Time Shards by the end of May, and then I have to turn in the third book for my Lilith series at the end of September. I'm outlining the Lilith book right now, and if you've known me for how many years, this is the first time I've actually said I am outlining something without without kicking and yep. screaming. I I yeah. You know, because um, it just has, it's, you can't write that fast and write well if you don't know what you're doing. And so I, right. that's what I need to do for me personally. And um, other than that, you know, just it's funny, what you mentioned, let me ask you a question about writing fast. Okay, so like I've, I've been listening to people and seeing people out there, they're doing the nano, okay? Uh, and they're going like, I have 51,000 words, I have this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, well, are they. 51 good words or what happened here it's so fast you know i mean i'm very fast paced but i can't do a project like zip it out the person okay my boss i work for jonathan mayberry he writes incredibly fast i read his first draft he is one of the best writers i have his first drafts are better than a lot of people's fifth drafts i mean he, wow. mm. some people can just do it i mean yes there are, yep. there are there are errors but but it's just like I I can't explain it. I think he might be a robot. I don't know. All yeah. I know is that <laughs> he breaks the rule, you know, that's saying, yeah, if, if he's got 50,000 words, most of those words are going to be damn good words, and they're going to be in yeah. the right order. Um, that's great. It's, mm-hmm. That's great. I, I write when I'm at my at my optimal. I'm not, like, you know, reeling from real-life blows like, like my mother's death and stuff like that. I write pretty yeah. fast, too, but not – I mean, it's – as I said, I don't think he's human. <laughs> yeah, really right. Well, you, you know, because really, when you do have some trauma in your life, you know, which we've all had, it is yeah. difficult. And, you know, for me, it's one of the things to allow myself to say, like, okay, fine, I'm grieving now, and I just can't do what I did. Just take yeah. it. You know what I mean? Because you really have to have that time. Because, you know, it's so traumatic, and it's sad, and you're feeling not great. But writing sometimes won't help, 
you know, you have to grieve. You know, I, I'm a big believer. You in. do. You you do. And I was very lucky. Um, my editor, Steve Saffel with Titan, he was so good to me when I was going through this. And really just his understanding. Yeah. And he, he enabled me to take the time I needed and to keep writing and to get it done without stressing. It was a huge gift. Yeah. Um, so, um, yes. Yeah, I think, you know, and I think that people out there should just, you know, they don't have to put themselves on a time thing. You know, sometimes they say, oh, fine, I'll do this in a month. And that's not going to work. I do what I do because, you know, I am pretty fussy, uh, you know, and uh, I like it a certain way. And I used to be, I could write my screenplays faster because I'm not real, you know, my description has never been as good as my dialogue. So, yeah, I work on that. You know, I mean, that's, well, I just see it as a movie. So I, you know, and it's interesting when people read my books, they go, oh, this should be a movie. I'm going, well, yeah, because this was a movie in my head, you know. Cinematic and mind, yeah. Yeah, and that's what happens to me, you know, and I know I need stuff. And But people have said to me they like my books because they just read them and they, don't, they, just, they just enjoy the story. And so I'm thinking, well, right, okay, that's really, I'm so happy when I hear that because I'm not sure that I put what I should in and they don't seem to mind, you know. So yeah. it's me. It's, so I think some of the things that we have in our heads aren't always what people see on the page. We're just the way right. you know right. i mean that's for me you know elizabeth you don't you don't outline but you said you occasionally do now um well i, I normally I, i'm normally kind of a hybrid i outline a little so that i know what direction i want the story to go in but for the most part yeah. i just do it by the seat of my pants except for mysteries <laughs> because yeah because i'm starting yeah. <laughs> you need to have a plot plotted out because yeah. you, you have to know ahead of time who who the, who the who the killer is, and then you, you throw in little clues as you go along so that it looks like all the characters have some reason to murder this guy. You just have to figure out which one had actually done it. And right. I can't do can any tell of you that with, without an outline. I need an outline I, I need to share something with you, Elizabeth. My first book was a mystery, uh-huh. and it was outlined meticulously, and then the, the, the person who was the killer in the outline, it didn't work. I had to change the killer. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, <laughs> I totally agree with everything you're saying. It's just like that happened, and it ended up being better because the, the, the red herrings were completely just like really red herrings. But I, I, mm-hmm. since you since you're writing mysteries, you will understand the frustration of going. But 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 you're supposed to mm-hmm. be the killer. Oh, yeah. See, but I I looked at when when I wrote a script. Sometimes I didn't really know the ending because I felt if I knew the ending. My audience would know the ending, so for me it was all and it and it, it always seemed to end up right. But I don't know how I got there sometimes. But then sometimes wait like right on page like ninety or something or 80, maybe eighty, because the script is like you know eighty to one hundred and twenty pages. You know, so it's like yeah. then I then it went oh this is gonna work. You know, got it. You know, but mm-hmm. I because sometimes I don't I always never like to give anything away. So I like to be surprised. It makes me more, you know, it makes me have fun mm-hmm. while I'm writing. But I, that's how some people write, you know. But, Dana, when you come to that point and you have to change it, then it, it is. No one will figure it out because you didn't know it. There's no way. No, I didn't. It, it still cracks me up when I think about that because it's like I actually outlined something, and I hated outlining so much. And then yeah, it's just yeah. like 
It didn't work. Elizabeth, have you actually, are, are you done with your mystery? Is this something that's coming out or is this something you just started? Because I can't wait to read it. Um, I'm, I, I started probably about a month ago. One, one of the short stories I, I sent out to a, a publisher is really interesting because I have no idea where to, send, where to send mysteries. You know, horror, I can name off a bunch of them, but this is like I even have to look for the publishers. And so that one is already you out. Mean, I'm waiting to, to, to look up publishers for, you mean a mystery? For mysteries. Yeah, mysteries. Well, you know, most of the mainstream um, publishers, yeah. they, they all like mysteries. You know, and I, the most important thing is readers like mysteries. Mm-hmm. They love mysteries. Mm-hmm. Even movie people, and they don't have them as much as they used to. You know, mm-hmm. um, people love a mystery. That's never changing. Elizabeth, you need to well, join what, Sisters the, in Crime. Uh, just, just, you definitely need to join Sisters in Crime. We can talk yeah. later. I, I'm totally hooked into okay. the mystery crowd. And yeah, that's, they're I, wonderful. I am, they're I, am just like, join, I am going to join Sisters in Crime, and I met some of the people. Yeah. Well, I, just, I just came from New England Crime, crime Bank. Which is a mystery. How oh, nice! And I walked, I walked in there knowing absolutely nobody. And I mean, I, I heard of some of the guests of, of the guests of honor, but otherwise I knew uh-huh. nobody in there. It wasn't like going to, uh, you know, one of the coffee houses with New England horror writers, because there I don't right. know anybody. So here I just felt like I was just dumped in, not knowing. Yeah, but what you know, and it, it's true, you know, mm-hmm. because if you look at the, all the things that are thoughts in our mind, I mean. My opinion, I, my editor used to go crazy, we used to laugh about this, but the truth is when you write a mystery, because I do have a lot of screen, I have several screenplays that were, and um, I haven't really done it. At, well, I, there is murder in some of my, you know, sexy mm-hmm. stories. But, you know, when you're writing that, you know, it, you, somebody gets killed at the beginning and you have a story. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so much fun to figure out then, what happened, but people really, you know, at the beginning, so a lot of times when publishers are looking at books, now they go like, well, did it jump on off the page? It's so hard to eat, write a comedy mm-hmm. or even a horror film or anything, or book, anything, and make it exactly where the person is going to, after the first page, say, this is the most mm-hmm. wonderful thing in the world, you know. And sometimes, you know, it matters. You have to plan it, but you, also the person has to read it. And I've said this over and over again, beginning, middle, and end, you know, because mm-hmm. we all try so hard to make it, exciting at the beginning but then if it's too exciting at the beginning then you've then you've lost yeah, a lot the in the middle the and the end place to go is down yeah yeah I mean, well, you know that i'm working on I'm, I'm working on a story now and i i had to plot out the characters first and then a very bare bones outline as to as to what happens because to me mysteries are the puzzles and and they they're, are. they're very yeah. intricate yeah. most of the time and so that's why I need to know who because it's a who done it. I'm working on, and um, I have to know who the killer is. Probably the best way. You know what? We watch old people. movies too. Watch old movies mm-hmm. because they old movies really have a beginning, middle, and end. Oh yeah, and because they didn't have so much action, whatever they have a good storyline, and it sometimes, you know, I, I think even still to this day, I think it's the one with uh, Jeff Bridges. Um, Oh God, cutting it! I can't. It's like cutting edge. Oh, uh, I can't think of the name of the movie now. Oh my God, it's one of the ones. It's with it's with uh, Glenn Close, and um, watch that movie with Glenn Close. You you can just look it up, Glenn Close, (laughs) and and that movie because you know because 
that is, I'm going to look it up right now while we were, because yeah, honestly, I have no idea what movie this is. Okay. I, I, it's an incredible, it's, I'm just going to find it right now. Wait a minute. You know, um, it's like, I think it is cutting it. Something like Jeff Bridges. I, honestly, because it's, that is what they, a lot of times being an agent, that's what people would say. I want it like this, you know, because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They go, I want it like this. And that's, so ridiculous. There's no, you know, it was always the way that they would talk in the production companies. We'd like a movie like Pretty Woman. I'm going like, well, Pretty Women wasn't a movie that people wanted right away. They didn't want it till it was out, you know. So it's kind yes. of unfair to ask, you know, because they always want, they want different, but they like the same, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and want, that's one of different, but their bottom line is at stake, so. They need to make yeah, money. they want to make money. That's all they care about. It's, yeah, you know. Them, I mean. Yeah, no, not you know. And it, right now, it's a lot different than it was because there's a lot of different people that are doing things now. I'm trying to. My phone is going crazy. People are looking for me. But oh wait a minute. <laughs> I, I'm trying. You know, because this is. I. It's Jeff Bridges. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. Ah, she's got it. No, I don't have it because like, he's done a lot of movies. He's really good. And Glenn Close right now. Okay, there we go. Thriller. Jagged Edge. Okay. Jagged oh, Edge. Yeah, I, I saw that okay. movie before. Now, yeah. Jagged Edge, if you watch that movie, that's one of the movies that will go down as a really exciting movie for the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and... and uh, yeah. People, they they still use that sometimes, and that's an older movie, but it took time to get yeah, there, it is. you know. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, that's what the older movies do take more time to get to where when they I need think to of go. Old movies, I think of the '30s and '40s. I've not accepted how old I am yet because I was thinking, no. oh, she must be talking about film noir, and you're talking about no, no, this is, oh, no. Uh, well, that's an old movie. Uh, you know, hey. You know, what can I say? Oh, it is we, have, we don't, it is, you know, it is what it is, you know, and because, I know, I just, and that is, you know, mm-hmm. listen, I saw, uh, I think it was, I don't know, I, you know, when you watch some of these movies and then you look at the date on it, you go, yeah. like the big chill, like the big chill, I was, I'm going like, what oh, I know. is that? I go I like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, and, yeah. I remember when Big Chill, when I was watching it, I was going like, where's the book on Big Chill? The mean mother wasn't a book. <laughs> I looked all over. It wasn't a book. It was just a movie, you know, because you're yeah. so used to going like, well, what is this from? And it was just a story. And it was so good, yeah. you know, and if you, that's what I do. I look at old well, movies yeah. a lot of times. Because well, they're really, really good. Movie. I thought that way about the horror movie, The Changeling. Because when I watch that, I'm like, yeah. this oh, God. has to be based on a book. And it's just, it isn't. It's just a movie. It's nope. a, it's a I know. Movie <laughs> I but, know. Um, I mean, a, it's today, so weird a, a when that is. Movie makers, do, they do want to get a hold of a book and then turn it into a movie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah they I, do. I guess, it, I guess it gives them less work to do. <laughs> well, it, yeah, you know what? It, it gives them, it, it, it because the, a lot of them have screenwriters that they work well with. You know, yeah. and, um, you know, because some screenwriters, believe it or not, you know, uh, I always said if they want my script, which when they option it, it's theirs, okay? But a lot of people, they're very fussy, and they do not want them to change it. And in Hollywood, that is, mm-hmm. you know, Dana, that's not good, because they are going to yep. change oh, it. Oh, yeah, I worked 
I worked on um, there was a, a really good horror writer T C uh, T Chris Martindale and there was a book where the chill waits and he and I did a script adaptation of his book and it was optioned it had um, oh god I can't believe I'm blanking on his name the director that did Reanimator and um, From Beyond and and it was really no I don't I don't know the director's really good, name but I know and, what you're talking about. Yeah, they wanted to change. And I, yeah, I mean, Stuart, Stuart Gordon. Um, they, mm. they, there was a lot of changes that they wanted to make, and some of the changes I understood, and some, you know, like it was TC's book, so it was really hard because, you know, you want to work with the the people, and because they are going to ask you to change things, and that's just how it goes. Yeah. But yeah, it it was very difficult. It it was a, it was a hard position to be in because I totally understood why. You know, Chris felt very strongly about some of the changes, and yep. he was absolutely right. <laughs> but that's Hollywood, so it's kind well, of like, that oh. is Hollywood, and that's you have to mm-hmm. be prepared for that. But which is why now, exactly. where a lot of the stars they write, produce, and you know, direct it, and but although on some note, it's not good because yep. then there's nobody telling them, you know, this story really isn't great. <laughs> you know, you have to, you know, <laughs> well, or the dialogue isn't that great. Or, but, or, they'll, or, or they'll change the story to the point that it doesn't even resemble the book anymore. So no, that would be more worth the, the just for my opinion. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, and that, I, that really does happen. Hollywood, you know, but at the end of the day, I think there's very few people that could say that they don't want their book made into a movie. Because most oh, absolutely! Do. I would yeah. any of my mm-hmm. series, any of my books. I'd yep. like, yep, go for it. Absolutely. So then, you know, you know? I, w- I will we I will tell you how this goes from this tail flick because it's all over Facebook now, and I decided because I actually do believe in that kind of a thing where direct where directors, producers, somebody picks it up because being an agent for fifteen twenty years, knowing that that doesn't work for new writers. It really doesn't. Yep. It's very hard. No. You know, and I had mostly, I had hundreds of clients, and they were all new. And all, a lot of them, most of them just disappeared. A lot of them are still out there, but they're still out there, you know, and they haven't really done some new things, and they should, you know. But yeah. I think that, you know, it's really open. We talked about this last week on a show with Randall Dark. He was on, he's a director. And we talked about the fact that there are so many places now that there weren't 10 years ago you know there's netflix there's so many hbo series there's stars you know there's you know showtime there are a yeah, lot of avenues a lot now from. there's a lot of competition yeah yeah a lot and and they are taking mm-hmm. new people so you know i you know i'm now i'm considering you know which i probably will go on some of these sites and put my scripts you know because i actually somebody optioned me but you know i talked about it last week they optioned me i can't find them now you know they they optioned and they're not answering i know they didn't they didn't take it you know they didn't get anywhere with it but they should respond this is the problem out yeah. there you can't just do that communication I doubt that they, is huge yeah. it's right yeah. and they that's really bad and, you know, if they decide to take it, I don't know that I really want them because they're not reliable. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I've gotten into handshake oh, business deals the and then the people vanish, so forget yeah, it. They, and that's not good. So I, you know, and I see people out there all the time that they go, oh, my book's going to be a movie. I'm going like, all right, you think so. It's <laughs> happening. But yeah. I don't want to say yeah. anything because I I've know. i some other writers, you, too. It's really yeah, hard to get you know. Action. But this was a legitimate company, and I was shocked. I really was, because it wasn't yeah. just 
you know, somebody that opened up a shop, and I was really surprised. So, but I, you know, that's why I, I do believe if I, that's why it says actually on my, when we talk about it at the beginning of the show, on my, you know, the voiceover is that I think that if writers, directors, producers, if they actually talked about it and got together, they could make some really good movies. Yeah. Instead of everybody yeah. working separately, you know, you need everybody because Dana, you were on it. You know, everybody needs to really work on it to make it good. Yeah. You know, yep. And, and that's what I hope will happen. So I think we covered every subject we did, right? We did. We covered. We did. We did. And you know, the next show. You know, listen, if any either of you want to come on, just let me know for the. So I know Elizabeth, you can't already December fourth if you want to step by. It's oh, on, it's on seven yeah. at night. You know, just for ten minutes. I think it's just going to be where people. We I did this a few Christmases ago. You know, sometimes Ben and Pomerantz did it. We used to do it where people came on and just promote their books a little. So people, you know, a lot of people don't like to be on shows maybe. So if they just want to come on for five or ten minutes, feel free to call me, you know, out there. Okay. And uh, Dana, this cannot be this long. You have to come back soon. Okay. <laughs> we, have to, we have to hear no about worries. the newsletter. We have to hear about the news. I think you should do it. I will do it. I am definitely okay. planning on doing it. This is not a this is not a maybe. This is a, I am going to do this. So, and, you know, I know yeah. one thing Elizabeth doesn't one thing Elizabeth like doesn't that. say about herself. I've already I look at I have done many shows with her. Elizabeth. You are very organized. I can tell that <laughs> you are organized. <laughs> And, well, you. you know, yeah. you are, you know, and I, most people think I'm not organized, but I am organized <laughs> because they think just because I don't write things down that it may be, but you don't always have to write things down. My brain, it's organized in. It's a different way to organize. But I know, you know, I mean, but Elizabeth, I can tell you are because I know Elizabeth has her own questions that she always comes with. And Dana already knew mm-hmm. that there were going to be no questions because I already told her. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I said it's a free for all on this show, <laughs> but you know we seem to get everything done, right? Okay, so Dana, where can we find you when we need you? Here, you can find your me website. www. I'm sorry, it's what 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 what? I missed. Where well, we could find you? You know, www. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I have a website. www.danafredsty.com. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Just just I am the only Dana Fredsty there. I've got an author page on Facebook, but I've also just got my personal page where I tend to do everything because I, I, I just enjoy that. Um, so yeah, I, and I, I am nowhere near my friend's limit. So come find me on Facebook. <laughs> it would be fun. You and can I'm find you. you. You are easy to find. No, you're very easy. To, some people are not that e- easy. For, for, for me at the beginning, when I first met Elizabeth, I kept saying, why are there so many people that have this name? You know, there are, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's, and uh, you know, um, it is when you have a name that nobody else has. It's really good, you know. I the mean, other thing, um, mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter. It's Zadi One, and that's Z H A D I One. That's okay. my handle on both Instagram and Twitter. Oh, so. body. What is it? Body. Zadi. Z as in zebra. H as in oh. hot. Oh, Zab- a as in oh, apple. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the same. As, it, it, it's short for Shahrazad. It was the name of my first cat I got when I moved out, and uh, oh. her name was Zadi, and so I've used that okay. since then. So, okay, all right. Yep. See, because on Instagram, it's hard to find some people. Sometimes you don't know who yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. So, and Instagram real, is really actually, it's, it's where people really go now. Instagram, 
And that's why they like pictures and they mm-hmm. like to see things, yep. you know. Yep, I like um, Instagram. Do you, you like it? Yeah, it's easy. You just I put do, something I out. Do. Yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm, I'm ready and, to enjoy it. Yes, and Elizabeth, where can we find you? Um, mostly on Facebook. I'm Elizabeth A. Black. I have two websites, um, Elizabeth A. Black on uh, blogspot.com and E.A. Black-Writer. Yeah, um, I mean, that's where I am. On, on Twitter, I'm also Elizabeth A. Black. That's probably the best okay. way to reach me is on Facebook. On Twitter? Yeah. yeah. No, on Facebook. Yeah. On Facebook, that, yeah, that's where I reach most people, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, as we know, Facebook does not always share. You know, sometimes you can't find things, and I'll put something mm-hmm. out, and I go, yeah. well, "Why isn't it on there?" <laughs> I just put it there, you know. But I think that's a mystery here. That's another mystery we have. <laughs> we have a lot mm-hmm. of mysteries going on. Yeah. All right, and you can find me at Marsha Casper Cook. That's why I use this. You know, my name is Marsha Cook. My middle, my maiden name is Casper. When I first started writing, I thought, oh, this is a fun thing to do. But now I use it because that's what everybody, if it's Marsha Cook, there's other Marsha Cooks. So now I go like, fine, I have to use it. But it was just like started out as like a little joke, which turned out to be the, what it is. You know, but mm-hmm. because it is hard when there are different names of people that are your name, you know, because... Mm-hmm. They don't know sometimes, you know, nobody knows what people look like. So you see somebody on Facebook and they have a dog or a cat, you go, oh, fine, this is the right one, maybe, you know, <laughs> maybe. And they're not talking to you, they're talking to someone else. Anyway, all right, have a good night, everybody, and thank you, you both for being on. And, yeah, um, thanks for being on, Dana. You're, yes, yeah, so Dana, thank you, thank you so time, much, maybe. and you're always welcome to come on. Oh, thank Don't you. Just let me know. Much. And and Elizabeth, we, you know we'll do shows soon, but in February, for Val, we have to do mm-hmm. your new book. We should definitely celebrate yeah, that book. I definitely need a show for the book. Definitely. Valentine's Day show would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on releasing it around Valentine's Day. Okay. It's called right. Happily Ever After, a collection of erotic It seems so far away, but so did Christmas five months ago. It's close. So I think, and Hanukkah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it did. Hanukkah's like next, in two weeks, so it's really early this year. So it's, yeah, it's weird how that goes. Anyway. On that note, I'm going to get back to work, ladies. Yes, <laughs> yes and really thank you very excited. much. All right, and take care, everybody. <laughs> you Bye. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.